Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm Clayton. And we're men who like men who like movies. Two <laughs> queer men who love movies and love talking about movies. And after much urging, we started a podcast. What did you pick out for us to watch this week, Sean? I love this movie. It's one of my favorite Halloween movies, even if it is blatantly 80s. Um, We are watching, or we watched, Night of the Demons from 1988. Yes, we did. It's an experience, and I love it. (laughs) What did you think? Oh, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would. It's I, it's weirdly charming. Uh, I would I would lightly recommend it. I mean, it's it's worth watching. A little misogynistic, but it's worth watching. I understand how it has its cult status. Uh, this was a first time for me. What is your relationship to this? As uh, they say, <laughs> I remember watching it i believe on spenguli when i was a kid um which if people don't know what spenguli is which you probably don't because he's like the best horror host that nobody actually knows of um he is a i'm from chicagoland and he is a late night host on this uh you know just regular over the air tv who shows horror movies every Saturday. So kind of like Elvira or uh, Vampira, depending on how old you are listening yeah. to us. Um, Elvira, just like or Joe Bob Chicago. Briggs. Yeah, it was yeah. like Elvira, but for the Chicago area. And he's funny and he makes a bunch of puns and he was just, he's great. Um, oh, and... that, it, that explains your love of puns. I get it. <laughs> it's one of them yes <laughs> um but yeah it's uh i remember watching it when i was younger a very 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 neutered version of it but i was about to say did they show this on just like normal television I, i'm pretty sure i saw this on that um if not i saw something that was a lot like it and then when i was older i was like i finally <laughs> bought it on voodoo i think it is similar to a lot of films ago. from the time, so... Yeah, so I mean, like, it could be this, it could be something else. <laughs> um, but I remember le- I remember liking it, or liking something like it, and uh, when it went on sale on Voodoo for Halloween, like, five or six years ago, I was like, ooh, five bucks, bye. Especially, and it also had its cult status coming at that point, or had its cult status, so I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I've seen this one. And then I watched it and I was like, well, <laughs> Linnea Quigley seems familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember I'd, all her moves, but I'd I, mean, recognize I probably those, I'd recognize those nipples anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know what they say, the nipples are the eyes of the face. <laughs> they do. And, and they do you say have that. gorgeous nipples. <laughs> sorry that's a drag race quote oh the first part of the quote was from the house bunny and so uh, that's what i was laughing at and then you went you have gorgeous nipples and i was like he's either being funny or this is a quote that i don't get but yep that makes sense (laughs) yep thank you for many (laughs) i'll just laugh because it's because i don't watch Drag Race on TV. Uh, I know. It, is, it, makes, it makes me so sad. 
I don't like competition shows. I find them really boring. Um, um, I care less about the competition than more for the art, but some of it is like so funny. Like you, you can't tell me you can't watch of... Snatch Game and the Snatch not say it's one of the smartest thing on, on some of the funnest stuff on TV. Are funny, but again, I'm just I don't know. I'm weird about comedy, so like I would watch you know a few minute you know a Snatch Game, which would be like five minutes. But does that happen every episode or? No. Yeah, you'd have to sit through however many episodes to get to that five minutes that I would enjoy. And I only like that because of the, you know, references. But (laughs) anyway, Drag Race is neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it makes you happy. Were there anything... Was there anything cool about the production of this movie at all? Does anyone know? This seems very um, like... It's very... It's kind of... Guerrilla no, filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was made on a $1.2 million budget. Wow. Um, I'm kind of impressed at that. I mean, they probably spent most of that on Linnea quickly. Um, and by most of it, I mean, like, forty grand. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love Linnea quickly, but you know she, she was great. She's she's probably the most paid one out of the cast. I would I would be my guess. Um, but yeah, it was made in Los Angeles um, in April of 1987. Um, its working title was Halloween Party, which is an apt description because this is yeah. Like, I this movie like the is Halloween very much party like, title. I do too. It should be used for another IP. But yeah, it's uh, basically it came out. It made three point one million dollars. Um, so I mean, it's not like it was a giganto hit. But um, it tripled its budget, so it was right. a success and went on for two sequels and a remake. So exactly. Um, and I had a couple of fun little little trivia things. Um, so. Linnea quickly actually met her husband on this, or her then husband at the time on this movie when she came in to get her breast mold done. <laughs> that is a way to meet someone. Yeah, I was going to say, it's so intimate, but so professional. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and did you know that Frank Walker is the voice of Angela, possessed Angela? I did not. Yeah, but I'm so Frank, still thinking about how she met her husband from getting a mold of her breast. Like, should I have someone make a mold of my penis? Is that how I'm going to finally find love? I mean, maybe. Um, I mean, <laughs> At this be, point, I'm. It'd be I'm a good way to fuck yourself. I have always been curious. <laughs> like <laughs> those movies and people meet themselves, and recently on the Time Traveler's Wife, which this was a thing straight from the book. Uh, when he was a teenager, he did hook up with himself from like a time traveling version from a few weeks later or something around the same age. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, if you had the opportunity, wouldn't you want to know what that's like? <laughs> that makes me think of Austin Powers 2 <laughs> when number two is like, it's not cheating if it's with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Robert Wagner also... and Rob Lowe in a bed together. <laughs> I also haven't seen that. I've seen 
Whichever one's Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, that's number one. Yeah. Number one is the weakest of all of them. I've only seen the first one, and I was like, this is awful. I can't believe they're making fun of James Bond like this because, you know, I'm a huge oh, James Bond fan. So and good, though. Uh, so it, like, hurt. It personally offended me. I always love spoofs. I think they're really funny, actually. Like, even the bad ones, for the most part, I think are funny, which is weird because I don't really like comedy. But I did not find Austin Powers really funny. I love the ending scene with all the fruit and, like, distracting nudity at the end. I thought that was really hysterical. Yeah, they bring that back in two and three. uh, And I also just really love Elizabeth Hurley. And I wasn't a big Heather Graham fan. And I just, like didn't watch any of the other ones i watched the first one and i was like this is a travesty and an insult to the name of 007 and i just it's actually one of my top (laughs) it's one of my top three other graham roles along with uh annie and twin peaks and uh uh casey becker (laughs) in stab oh i just just boogie nights (laughs) boogie nights is my favorite oh yeah roller girl yeah, that is a good She's one too. So good in that, and I also really, really this is a like really minor part, but I really like her in uh, a fuck. I can't even think of what it's called. Uh, horns. Horns. I was gonna say. I was about to say horns. She is good in horns. They lied. They get famous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. I I, uh, I should watch Horns again. I really like that. Nobody ever like. I feel like that's a really underrated movie, but um, it's not what we are talking about. We are talking about Night of the Woods, nineteen eighty eight. We're taking a very big tangent there. Um, yes, so we are talking about that. Um, how do we? Oh yeah, Austin Powers. That's how we ended up. Like, how do we end up on Heather Graham? Uh, I'm so, like, how did we even get an Austin Powers? But anyway, um, it was the number two. Oh, Fucking yes. yourself, yes. Yeah. Um, um, yes. So, on that note, you want to <laughs> kind of get into the movie, such as it is. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot to get into. This one's a pretty cut and dry so, movie. Uh, why don't we just kind of like hit the beats of what the story is like in very broad strokes, because there is not much there, and then we can just talk about little things that stood out to us in it, because this really isn't deep. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. Um, it starts off um, on Halloween, and it is a really, really cool animated opening. Along I with, like, love the opening. It is so cute. It's just, I love it. It's adorable. You don't see yeah. that much anymore. Yeah, it's really cool. It's something that you don't really see in movies anymore, and it has this fantastic 80s synth score. And I do. I usually hate synth scores. I usually find them really annoying, but I did like it in this. I love this one. Um, and you are, we basically, we see um, like this little old man who is being harassed by, by the teenagers and he hates them. And, and then he ends up being well a dick to our our final girl uh judy who's the only one who's nice to him even though he calls her a little whore yeah see i told you she gets slut shamed and i i didn't even remember that instance yeah i forgot about that Mm -hmm. one too yep um but yeah we have judy who is uh she's the nice one she's really sweet she's wearing she 
is, is late she... for her date. Yeah, she's late for her date because she was helping out with the homeless drive. Like a drive for homeless people at the Just school. Just because you good do good deeds does not make you a sweet person. And she does check on everyone. Like she does try and be the nice one. She goes she... back for Roger more than Roger goes back for her. Um <laughs> I don't know. I found her deeply annoying and abrasive, and I just Oh, I really... do find her annoying. I just didn't say I just think she's I do think she's the nice one. Um but yeah, she's I feel like if for... a person if a person's really sweet, would they be annoying? <laughs> uh I don't know. Ask my friends, I used to be nice. <laughs> I'm so glad I finally got you out of that. Yeah, I'm no longer Mr. Nice Guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she's there. She's getting ready to go to a Halloween party with Jay, who is, you know, stereotypical '80s jock douche. Um, About 35, playing 18. One of the two yeah. jock guys from, you know. Yeah, which is always fun. I think this is like the last thing he ever did. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, they are getting ready for a Halloween party um, at Hull House, which sounds a lot like Hell House in my opinion. Which <laughs> cough, it's cough, an homage. <laughs> <laughs> it's an homage. <laughs> um, and we meet. I, I am going to bring up this scene. The scene where we meet uh, Suzanne and. Angela, which Ooh, is one of my favorite. Talk, we have to which, talk about that scene. <laughs> which is one of my favorite scenes of the movie, and we get introduced in a very male gazy, stereotypical eighties way to Suzanne, played by How Linnea many minutes Do we stare at her vagina? Um. Well, to time it, but I was like the movie. Like, <laughs> just this one specifically just this that one the, I, I do think the, it's only like 40 seconds 30 40 seconds but it feels a lot longer because oh you're like oh so my long. god this is so long the um, camera yeah. is just leering at her entire vagina like she well, is, I mean, it is covered a, technically but it might as well it, not be. It is, it is very much at her naughty bits. Um, even, and, and like even before that, like with the brother looking at little precious Judy changing and talking about her boobies and being a little eighties perv. Oh yeah, don't worry, we're gonna but, bring up misogyny. But like, it was at this point of the movie that I'm like, I think this was directed by a man. If I didn't know it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what gave you that idea? Oh my god. Well, Bigelow else? wouldn't have made this, let me tell you that. <laughs> no. Like um, there aren't any dicks in this movie for that long because there aren't any to stare at. Right. <laughs> yeah. But we are watching these two guys leer at her while she plays a I don't even know what she's looking at. Like, Brillo pods? Like, she's she's looking at, like... Is she just there to distract them? I think that's all she's doing. Yeah, she's looking at, like, laundry soap bent over and just wiggling her backside and vagina for them to look at while Angela steals... I don't know if you were watching the thing she was grabbing, but it was Um, just She grabbed two bags of chips, 
It looked like a couple like chocolate bars. It looked like three different kinds of cookies and napkins. <laughs> yeah, in this oh, giant, two bottles of wine. In this absolutely giant bag. Um, but yeah, it was like not a bad strategy, like to distract some pervy clerks. But yeah, you stare at her vagina a long time. Yeah, I'm bait and switch. <laughs> like. I don't have any problem with vaginas, but I feel like you just shouldn't stare at an up close genitals in a random movie for that long and that leery of a way. It's... Well, this movie is a kind of misogynistic. Um, we get, like, it was the we 80s. Have... <laughs> it is, and it's very much 80s based, and it's, I find there's a couple, there's a couple characters that are like, decidedly like toxically masculine um but like even the main character well i guess she would be our de facto main character judy Ugh. um she, i know he, her little brother, main character oh angela definitely should be the main character she's well and even like the cover and everything it's like angela's having a party and uh but judy is somehow the main character the like literally the most boring person in the movie even pig-faced asshole guy that like calls everyone saying pig-faced not as a thing on his looks he literally has a pig nose for a costume <laughs> yeah but he and his uh, name is stooge <laughs> he does not refer to a woman by any other name other than bitch and like not in like what's up bitch it's like bitch like it's not it's, yeah anyway. yeah i watched it twice today and i think he called ellen by her name once and maybe Suzanne by her name once, but I'm pretty sure he called everyone else bitch. And I was like, oh, this is whew. like when you're looking at that under a critical <laughs> lens, that's a little rough. Um, weekly weekly nod to Mitchell, who I make watch all these with me. Uh, <laughs> we were watching this and the very first time he called. I don't even remember who it was. All these characters run together and he's like just move bitch or just drive bitch or something. He was like, if some guy spoke to me like that. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh, just wait. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I've been holding that in. <sighs> okay. Don't hold it in. I'm pretty well, sure you were talking and I was scary. trying to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting until you stopped, but you kept talking. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I'm going to (laughs) die. Okay. Um, Yeah, but yeah, Stooge is a total twat, for lack of a better word. Um, Yeah, misogyny does run really rampant. And it it definitely did an 80s horror. Like, a lot of movies, um, it's one of the reasons that, like, Roger Ebert wasn't a big fan of, like, 80 slashers and stuff like that because there was a lot of like misogyny which don't get me wrong i don't think that horror is the only like genre that is blatantly misogynist um be considering like you watch an action movie and like chances are a woman is going to get like stripped <laughs> naked and like or in like a bra and panties and holding a machine gun you know I was like, about to say like wait have you not seen a Michael Bay film <laughs> yeah exactly 
um, art, like even comedy. Like it, I, I think that there is blatant misogyny in a lot of movies and a lot of genres, but I think that horror is very much one of those that it's like, it's definitely, definitely like demonified. That's not the word and I'm I looking th- for. But, no, but anyway, demonized, whatever. demonized. That's the word. <laughs> And so, like 80s specifically, like 80s films treated women like shit. I don't know what it was. Like, who was president? I don't remember. I wasn't like, I came at the end. Um, the, oh, at this point, that would have been H.W., I think. George H.W. Bush. Mm. Bush won. There is Bush in this movie, though, so... What <laughs> is the 80s? <laughs> but it doesn't look like an 80s Bush. I would have thought that was, like, a 90s little ending strip. I was shocked. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, very much made by men. I was, however, kind of impressed by the little bit of diversity in this movie. You have an Asian-American girl in it. You have... An African American in it who survives the movie, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, well, he's he's the only smart one, really. Like, I mean, Judy has her moments, but like, whenever but anything is happening, is Roger smart. is just like, "I'm leaving." <laughs> he runs yeah. away, like, which I can't blame him. Like, I probably yeah. wouldn't be like, "Oh, someone is floating towards me. I should probably like, run." Like, he technically is being smart, but it comes off so cowardly and like, "Bye, bitch." <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave this girl to die. And now let that shit just mutilate her white ass and leave. <laughs> just bones, Brenda. <laughs> Uh, it would have been just you if you wanted to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, that I scene is one of that scene that is... itself is gold. Every time it pops up on social media, and I see just like that scene, and like, it's the best scene of scary movie. Like any of them. Like, like it is my... the best. I will not take questions on that. <laughs> yeah, it is one of the few things in comedy. Like when I see that scene, my day is just made. Like I don't need to watch the movie. I just need to see like that little clip of it. <laughs> but so yeah, good. he just keeps leaving her and running away, and he does survive. And usually, especially in the eighties, he'd have been the first one to go. They or do, maybe however, number two or three. <laughs> However, Judy doesn't have sex and survives. Even yes. though uh, she gets called a whore a lot and is accused of having sex because she goes on a date with Sal. Is Sal attractive? I couldn't decide. Like throughout the movie, I'm just like, yeah. and like I don't know if he's my type, ah. but I feel like his like dick personality well, was just really attractive to me at the time I was yeah i was gonna say his personality would have turned you on you always like the ones who are just like <laughs> rude and asshole fucking like, assholes like literally treat me horribly i'm yours um <laughs> please don't listeners like i do i need it i need a nice guy but like i just yeah <laughs> you've had nothing I, bad <laughs> I know Seymour is the greatest, but I'm dating a semi-sadist. 
<laughs> um, I really so I got a black guy in my arms in a cast. I'm basically her. Um, yeah, like, uh, you are nowhere near Audrey, but you well, were... I, I don't have the voice and I don't have the boobs, but and I'm not like getting actively abused in a relationship. But you're more yeah. like Bridget Jones pre, like at the start of the movie. <laughs> Yes, I I <laughs> do identify quite a lot with Bridget Jones. <laughs> uh, I need to start like writing down as a mantra every day. I will not date anymore. Fuckwits. <laughs> Motion of fuckwits all present. Um, and stop yeah. fantasizing about a man who embodies all these things. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, there is a lot of misogyny in this movie. It is, uh, it it can be a little bit rough to watch, but I like to take movies from like the era they're in. Honestly, as far as movies in the 80s and misogyny and sexism go, this is not like egregiously worse than any of them. I would say it's on par, but I don't watch a lot of 80s movies, so it stuck out to me. Um, But yeah, so they go to this party. at uh, this old funeral home in the middle of nowhere that supposedly has some bad juju. <laughs> Real bad juju. Yeah. And Angela's throwing this party and she's like the weird, creepy goth girl that nobody likes. And they're always talking about like, oh, she has pimples or something, even though she's got flawless skin. Yeah, and, I was uh, like, oh, pimple. <laughs> That joke is made, and I was just like, these people all have incredible skin. What are we talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One thing that really blew me away, surprised me about myself, you know how usually 80s movies bug me because I can't stand the hair? Yeah. (laughs) She has such an 80s, like, punk hair going on. And the whole entire movie, maybe it's because she has, like, the veil and everything, so it's like a punk goth Miss Havisham look. And I'm just like, she looks fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah she does look awesome um and it's she's just really cool angela is like she is weird and she's very much like deals with like vibes and like kind of trying to scare people a little bit but she's she's cool which is great because she'll turn up in the sequels <laughs> not to not to not to give that away but um yeah i do want to know how does she turn up in the sequels? Don't tell me because, like, I want to watch them and find yeah. out. But uh, because she doesn't survive this movie, spoiler, spoiler, for a movie that is 33 years old or 34, depending on when it came out in the year, which is irrelevant. Angela looks fabulous. This party looks yikes. Yeah. Uh, it is a, it's a very, it's a, party in a house that looks awful which apparently this house was really this awful <laughs> like with no electricity it's and it's 80s they're like carrying around a boom box and trying to dance there's like five people here <laughs> none of them really like each other and it's like this party just looks miserable i'm so glad we have oh and every one of them is basically like horror movie stereotype yes like, stereotype you've got 
You've got the goth weird one. You've got the big dude who's a total asshole. You've got douchey jock. You've got the sweet virginal final girl. You've got... Um, who may or may not be virginal. We don't know. Yes. We never she find did. out, and that's okay. She um, did go out with Sal that one time, and everyone at school has been talking about it. Right. Um, you've got the dude, the bad boy with a heart of gold. Um, we've got, uh, you know, the, the two friends who give you a lot of exposition and then go <laughs> off to have sex. And then <laughs> you've got one character named Helen who sees something bad and then freaks out and everyone basically turns on her. And it's, then she just it's, disappears it's very much a... without an explanation for half the movie and then gets dropped in a car. Yeah. Because basically. it's one of those movies. It's it's very weirdly comforting. Just you turn it on and it just mm-hmm. it's like yeah, one of those cheesy fun. bad movies people watch on TV and you're like, Oh my god, what are they watching that is <laughs> on public uh access and I don't know. It's just it's a nice little Halloween movie to watch. I felt very comforted, and I thought I was going to just be annoyed for 90 minutes twice in a row. Not in a I row. know. It was several days apart. You but generally I, don't like 80s movies. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought I was going to hate this movie, and I told you, I was like, I didn't hate it. It was kind of charming. I know. I was very, I'm not going to lie. I was very surprised that you liked were it. You, um, were, you, were you shocked? <laughs> uh, not entirely, because I figured you might have fun with some of it. But I didn't. I'm glad you liked it more than I thought you did, or you thought you would. I do love the Evil Dead, and this is trying so hard to be Evil Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's trying real hard to have Evil Dead vibes. Yeah, once the shit gets released and the camera is like doing the POV of the demon before it possesses Suzanne and makes her fifty times more funny. Uh... <laughs> oh, she was funny was... before it. <laughs> I know, but it made funny. her. Yeah, I said, it, like, I wasn't saying she wasn't funny. I realize now, like, it sounded that way, but no, she was funny before. Um, <laughs> but possessed Suzanne is hysterical. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> when uh, I when want she... to look good for the boy. <laughs> I love when uh, she's like going off, and Sal's trying to go with her, and she's like, no. I want, God, what was his name again? Stooge. I want Stooge. And he just looks at her and she goes walking mm-hmm. off. He's like, he's like, why? He's, he's a, a pig. Like, well, maybe I want pork. He's like, I, yeah, maybe and I'm then, feeling pork. And then she goes and kisses Angela. And Angela's just like, okay. And she's just like, I'm into all sorts of things. <laughs> she's just, she's fun. I like her. And uh, after she kisses Angela, fun fact, sorry, I'm stealing a fun fact from you, but I just thought it was really cool. Uh, Angela's wearing cross earrings on top of her like goth wedding dress outfit and punk hair. Which and is so iconic. I love it. It is. I really do like it. So no one more was more surprised by that than me. But after she gets kissed by Suzanne, who's the first one possessed, it like possessed possesses her i was like past possessed and it just came out weird and (laughs) as soon as you see her after she has been kissed her cross earrings are upside down and remain that way the rest of the movie 
I just think it's neat. Um, yes, and it is. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a really, really, really cool little tidbit. Um, but yeah, they're all at this party. Um, they had played some party games after the radio ran out of battery. Have and... you ever heard of Duracell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, good God. <laughs> Jeez, dude, what a jerk. Um, but yeah, so after that, they look in a mirror and they're like playing. I, I don't know, they're trying to look at their past life. Know. It was like, a, yeah, let's, let's have a seance. No, let's have yeah, a, it's like a seance. Past... And it was just yeah. Like, okay. I was like, what the hell? I don't know. I, I do not know what it, that is. I know. It was super weird. Let, let us know if it's like a real thing. Or yeah. Because like, I was just like, I've never, I've watched a lot of horror movies. And you know the game, little fucked up games people play that go wrong, and I've never heard of a past life seance. And again, I grew up like very, very Christian, so we didn't do those sorts of things. So I could just be completely out of the loop. But anyway, that's what gets shit started and gives yes. us a really cool shot in the movie. Um, yeah. So basically, the character of Helen uh, freaks, sees a demon's face in the mirror. And freaks out, and then the mirror falls over and smashes. And then you, we get this really cool shot. It's my favorite shot in the movie, actually. And it's like you see every character's face reflected in like broken glass. It's really cool. Like, it's one that you would really see in a movie. movie? It's not when it's not when Suzanne pushes a lipstick into her nipple and it disappears. Uh, that's a really high up there too. It's, it might be it, it, it might tie. Also, uh, just warming my hands in the fire. <laughs> um, that was a great one as well. Uh, I like how sticky it looks. It's so gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. So basically, the house was supposed to be possessed by spirits, and the, the land's been bad since. Indian times because this was the 80s and uh, you know yeah it basically had a pet cemetery but we're not going to talk about that one yeah Um, this place might as well have been said to be on an Indian burial ground Uh, it was yeah explanation doesn't matter this thing is possessed by demons yes and basically Suzanne gets possessed and she passes the possession on to Angela with a kiss. And then the characters kind of go their own way. Helen and Roger had kind of freaked out a little bit. And they go to leave. And they can't leave because there's no gate now. Um, yes, I hate it when that the- happens. I hate when I'm somewhere and just the doors disappear. Gate's gone. So frustrating. That's- <laughs> right. I was going to say, the two characters go off to have sex in a coffin, which <laughs> doesn't tell you anything. That's that's a nice little metaphor. Um, Dude, when I was looking at that, though, I was when I was watching this uh, last night for a rewatch, I was really tired. And when they like, it actually looks like a really comfy place to sleep. It'd be dark, comfy, probably wouldn't be noisy it'd be kind of like a um what are those chambers like uh an isolation chamber uh no the um 
like what Daredevil used in the in the Ben Affleck movie, the uh, a bariatric dreamer, possibly. They it's, it's Stranger Things for her to like. Go, it's a um, it's an isolation chamber. It's like uh, it's a sensory deprivation tank. Yes, that's the one I was looking for. A sensory same deprivation. difference. I feel like isolation <laughs> is just like you know where they send you in jail when you're bad. Um. Anyway, <laughs> sensory deprivation chamber. I thought it looked like a cool place to take a nap. According to them, it is not a good place to have sex. It's worse than his cousin's car. I mean, you don't really... I mean, where do you... Like, they're meant to fit a body, not two. So you got him on the bottom, her on top, and she's just like, I don't bend that way. And like, I don't mind When she said that, I'm like, which way is she supposed to be bending? (laughs) But like, I feel like her knees needed to be on the side of him, and he's... Like, oh, his true. shoulders are keeping, like, are pretty much filling out the box. So, I mean, like, it's not like he's, like, he's not a big dude, but, like, he's clear, very clearly in a box that is meant to be his size, basically. Yeah, her knees wouldn't have anywhere to go. But yeah, we also so she, don't know, we don't know if he's a big dude or a small dude, because we never see. <laughs> <sighs> what we do see is Suzanne... <laughs> because she's possessed possession you can keep things in your boobs like your lipstick and I wish I could like sometimes I don't have easy pockets to get to and I just want to put my cigarettes or lighter or my phone or you know whatever depending on your breast size or whatever or the size you have left from a demonic possession really nice to just be able to like boop, pop it in the nipple and we also see her bush which very conservative for the 80s I was surprised it was more like a 90s landing strip again a lot of nudity very gratuitous very the practical yeah. effects are amazing though really oh, good yeah. practical <laughs> For this cheap of a movie and for the style of movie it is, the practical effects did not need to go as hard. Oh, uh, yes. It's fantastic. Like, the makeup is so good. Like, all the demons look great. Except for the end when the the one, the the two who die having sex in a coffin, they come out, they're basically just zombie-faced. And, yeah. and which, even, like, uh, this stuff when, like, the arms grabbing her leg and everything, you can, like, you know that's just like a fake arm with some gore on the end of it and they're like controlling it with a wire wiggling it up and down but it looks good it's practical i'd much rather that than digital bullshit any day oh yeah and this is why i love the 80s is because everything felt tangible um (laughs) except for those optical effects (laughs) basically yeah And uh, so we do, uh, we are basically, everyone is split off. Jay and Judy go off to make out. And, and he's just like, let me do ya. Like, I know you went out with Sal. And she's like, that doesn't mean we did anything. 
And he's and like, well, did you? And she's just like, uh, that is not that's your business. Money. Yeah, exactly. And then he's just, he storms out after she pushes him off of her. And she gets trapped in a room. They, Sal watches, which is my, another one of my favorite parts, is you watch um, Angela do this, like, super erotic, like, dance like to Bauhaus which if you, Bauhaus in a horror movie in the 80s was very much a thing <laughs> um, and she does and a really cool thing is Amelia Kincaid who played Angela she was uh, she's a professional dancer as well so she actually choreographed that dance herself oh cool I couldn't imagine yeah. could you imagine somebody like trying to teach you that dance <laughs> yeah no I would just be all like why don't you just let me do this like, yeah, um, <laughs> I'll just feel it. Okay, I feel uncomfortable. I'll figure it out. But it's super cool. Yeah, and it's, it make it also makes the onlookers kind of uncomfortable. They're like, uh, "She being weird." Yeah, but and if it, being it possessed is. makes you that good of a dancer, seriously, it? then you maybe it does sound like it's worth it. Um, but yeah, we. We, then uh, Jay, after Jay leaves, he goes and finds Suzanne, and Suzanne is currently she's like been she's possessed, and she's using a lipstick and just like drawing all over her face, and then draws between her breasts, and then draws around her nipple, and then pushes an entire lipstick tube into her nipple, yes. and just like into her boob, and I was just like. The first That's time I watched this, I was just like, I don't remember that. <laughs> How would you not remember that? <laughs> well, I mean, if I watched it on Sven Gulli on oh, public television, yeah. like, yeah, they weren't going to show that. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it's very, it's such a cool shot. Like, that stuff really like is. That's why her boobs are so big. They're full of lipsticks. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, recording this on Mean Girls Day. <laughs> it's October 3rd. <laughs> the limit does uh, not exist. Also, did you see that for Mean Girls Day? Uh, they have a thing. Lindsay Lohan's got a Christmas rom-com coming out this year. And it's like her first role since the what? 2009? And I don't know. No, she did Liz and I, Dick. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Liz and Dick. Yeah. I always meant to you see that, but I too. didn't. Uh, I watched, I only watched, like, five minutes of it, and I was just like, nope! Yeah, I think the last thing I saw her in, time-wise, would have been Georgia Rule. I know Rule. who killed me. <laughs> I think it was Georgia Rule came out after I know who killed me. Oh, I never um, saw Georgia Rule. I, Georgia I know who Rule. killed me is what ended my relationship. Yeah, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say we're no longer on speaking terms. I know who killed me. My career, um, but yeah, Georgia Rule was fantastic. It was so good. Like, if she hadn't been such a hot mess at the time, I think she could have translated that movie right into Oscar gold. Like, she's that good in it. Um. Anyway, yeah. Lindsay Lohan, 80s boobs. Uh, everybody's split up. People are trying to have sex. People are getting killed. 
Angela's creeping the halls on a dolly with mist with her arms out, literally looking like a deranged, smoky, goth version of Miss Havisham. I love it. It's just like, you've seen her do this shot like 80 times going through the halls of this house. But I feel like she had such a fun time filming. <laughs> it just looks it looks like it was a blast. I do think yes. everybody looked like they looked like they had a really good time on this. Yes, that... it does look so much fun. Um uh and honestly the we're we basically dwindled down the characters down to three. Um so everyone gets either killed or possessed. Um, Jay is killed by Suzanne, who he sees her with her breasts out and decides, hey, it's time. Yay, I'm gonna, you know, it's time for oh, sex. Oh my god. On and then, that scene. So he comes in there, and she's been like, you know, she's possessed, so she's been drawing over her face with her lipstick and down her boobs and putting her lipstick in her boobs. And they're having, she like pulls up her skirt. That's where we see the bush. And she pulls up her skirt as if we hadn't seen enough nudity randomly and goes and just sits on it. And he's just trying to get into it. And she's like, is my makeup okay? And like, it literally is deranged makeup, absolutely deranged. And he's just like, he just wants to get it in. And he's just like, no, baby, your makeup is fine. And she's just like, stop looking at me. <laughs> and kills him. <laughs> Oh, baby, I love you. With another, <laughs> it's like making love to a carburetor. Oh, baby, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why don't uh, think of Chicago. I um, don't know, but now I'm going yep, to Chicago so really bad. Jay gets his eyes poked out, and another really cool practical effect, by the way. Roger has was sleeping in the car because he couldn't get out, and he comes back inside after Helen's body drops down. Oh, yeah, because Helen just randomly disappeared while they were looking for the gay. He turned away, and the camera, like, showed him, and the camera went back, and she's just gone. Right. And uh, Sal, so basically Sal, Judy, and Roger are the only ones who are alive. And they get, basically, Judy gets cornered by Angela on a roof, and she, Angela and Sal fall off, and Sal gets killed by Sal. You were I know, I was so sad. A jerk, really... but you had a heart of gold trying to save her. And he um, got like a what I thought was so gnarly is like he gets impaled like he's in fucking on a fence post, like he was in um <laughs> like yeah, like literally through his chest. Yeah. Just like uh <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay at the end of uh the uh oh The Hand God, That Rocks the Cradle. Where, yes, the hand that rocks the cradle. But what I thought made it so gnarly, he wasn't just, like, laying there and, like, dead. You could see him still, like, struggling to breathe a little bit before he went still. And I thought that was just a little extra touch. That was nice. That, or bad you know, acting. Either one. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it, it could have been either one. But I thought it made it a little more emotional that he had this painful death. Angela, yeah. however, did not die from this fall. No. Well, Angela's already dead. She's possessed. Um, uh, oh, Sean, you know how Judy's like hanging from the roof and uh, Oh, yeah, and it looks like she's about I don't know, 12 feet over from where she actually is. Yes, landing. and he's like, you just come <laughs> over there and she's he's, like, I and she's like, it. And she's like shimmying over there and it looks like she's like 12, like, like she moves 12 feet off and then she <laughs> falls 
but she falls where she's supposed to, and I'm like, that's not where she was hanging from at yes. all. But okay, okay. <laughs> but right after this, I love it because they see Sal's body, and there's a tombstone, and it's like Sal Romero, born in 1970, died, died tonight. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, I love that. That is fun. That is campy. I will take it. It's um, so campy. I'm just like, man, it's like takes a while to get a tombstone. Yeah. So. Roger and Judy are now on their own. They're running around, and that is basically the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, that is like they... the last thirty minutes of the movie. They are running yeah. around, hiding in they... rooms, finding demons, getting away from the demons, getting cornered by them, getting caught again, running away. Like this movie could have been an hour to seventy-five minutes long instead of than around ninety. It is. Yeah, and I mean it is. It does run a little bit too long. With a movie long. that's that they short, get... you shouldn't be checking the time like more than once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, and I mean, they like all, really no, and they and they do they get trapped in a crematorium, and Judy, <laughs> apparently the gas is still on. <laughs> I know there's no electricity, <laughs> but the, ga- the gas still works. Which I mean, it, it could still be on the pipes, and plus it's an old place, so maybe it's on like they have like a tank. Which is another thing I thought of, like, uh, so not necessarily it could be feasible. Like, it's not completely unfeasible, but it was also, very much like, huh, yeah. I do think it's funny that Ju- Judy has been useless this entire movie, and then she's like, I can make a flamethrower out of this. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's the only reason I'm like, okay, I'm glad she does kind of live. At least she does something to try and survive, like, yeah. instead of just run and scream I, and drop her flashlight. I wonder if the pacing wouldn't have been as weird if they hadn't killed everyone off so fast, because it almost seems like, for a horror movie, the cast is bigger than usual, because there's, what, like, ten of them? And usually there's five or six. And yeah. they just kill them off really fast, and then they leave the really annoying characters for the entire back half and they haven't established a good sense of place with this house, which kind of helps if you, okay, this demon's in this room and they're in this room and it would build suspense or something with it being just so bonkers and crazy, which I get that that was their point, but it makes it, it makes it drag rather than, well, it feels like a, it just feels like a fun house. And that's the thing I really like about it is like when you're watching it, like, you know, it's, it's, it feels like a fun house. Like when you're in a, like a haunted house and they have the little fun house, like, and you're just like, where am I going? Where am I getting? It's like a house of mirrors, but like, and that's a lot like how this feels. It's like, it feels like a haunted house. Mo- like it feels like a haunted house. Like I, get that but and uh, i get that that's well i mean like a haunted for, house you but... would go to like you go to when you go to like you know like uh oh god what are they even called like basically a haunted house you go when you go to like I've the ones where they one. have i've never gone nobody's ever taken me you've never gone to one I used no to i've never one. been to a i've never been to a haunted house i've never been to like one of those corn maze things i've never gone to halloween horror nights Oh, so guess what I'm picking you up for? <laughs> Fine with me. I want to go. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah, you but come stay with me. We'll we'll I go. Get, uh, this movie is going for the fun house thing, but it also stops being fun shortly after sixty minutes. And 
you just watch them run around to different rooms and open and shut doors and get pop-up scares with the same three demons making their demon face and you just kind of start checking your watch and like okay these two characters she's all virginal he's being smart and it's looking cowardly but he is being smart like if there's demons and people are getting killed get the fuck out right. uh, time to go um but yeah so they basically after being trapped in the crematorium they start a flamethrower they managed to burn angela and stooge who had his tongue bitten out by Angela and then turned. And then after that, we basically are just running around the house. And we do get a really great line from Angela, who she is like the queen of the demons, basically, or like the lead one. And uh, after Jay's eyes were poked out, uh, he's like walking towards them. And Kathy, er, uh, Kathy Podwell, who plays Judy. I don't know why I said Kathy. Uh, she's just like, <laughs> she's she's just like, oh, Jay. And she also has a very, like, high-pitched voice, which is kind of funny in my opinion. She um, is literally like Sandra fucking D. <laughs> yeah. She really is. Like, if Sandra D did a horror movie, I feel like it'd be in the, like this. Um, and she's, like, but, wearing the Alice in Wonderland dress with her little blonde yes. hair with a little flip flipped up in the back. It's so annoying. I just wanted her to die. <laughs> but, yeah, so Angela's just like, what's the matter, Judy? Don't like your blind date? And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> ah I love it. This is why I love puns. <laughs> I actually, I enjoy them in moderation. <laughs> I think I it depends so on my mood, but yeah, I'm gonna say I sent some gir- zingers to you, and you have not appreciated, and it makes me sad. So there, I just I think I have to be in the right mood or the certain topic or something because I either really appreciate them or I think they're the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> they get away by climbing a single strand of barbed wire. That Roger is that his name? Roger. Uh, Roger. <laughs> Roger 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 uh, Roger he climbs up it very easily I think a single strand of barbed wire would be very hard to climb not just because of well he's climbing up the wall he's also like he's using it and like he is grunting in pain like because it's barbed wire I don't mean because of the pain thing but just like a single strand just, that'd be hard well and like, he's using his feet to like climb up so like Generally, he's you also just practically been a cartoon character the whole entire. Like, I'm surprised there's not a Roger shaped hole in the wall. Um, yeah, <laughs> after, he look like after that. he like does the Bugs Bunny run and like this like just spin around really fast. So he basically just does that to get to the top of the wall, and Judy's like, "Come on, help me!" And I'm just like, oh my god. And all the demons are like grabbing at her and trying to drag her off. And he finally comes back and does the right thing and helps her. I'm yep. saying the right thing loosely because... Well, I mean, the moral bitch. thing to do is she's still alive. We usually the moral thing to do is not stick a camera up Linnea Quigley's vagina for 15 minutes. <laughs> it was not that long. <laughs> it felt like that long. Uh, uh, I will say it did make me like, oh, the 80s. This is, oh, you know, it was 
for being all sexist and misogynistic, it was weirdly charming and just put you in like, I'm watching an old scary movie. <laughs> uh, Honestly, though. Yeah, but, but yeah. I just... so they do survive. They survive, and after after they get over the wall, the sun comes up. Dawn because... hits, and you know because that's when and get the turned right demons like burn up and disappear. They turn into this wonderful green smoke, <laughs> and then we see another optical fiber effect of the demon that is just, it's so bad. It, oh, it's a, it's actually really well done. It's just it looks like it looks like it could have. It looks like it could have been out of. I mean, not the demon head because it's a demon head, but the optical effects from the Ten Commandments from thirty-five years earlier look better. Than that. I just optical effects usually. I just don't think they look good ever, hardly, and coming at this point in the movie when I'm already just like. I want it to be over. I had no patience <laughs> for it because I felt like it should have ended 15 to 20 <laughs> minutes earlier. But if they yes. had just like cut out that portion and gotten to this ending, I like the ending. And uh, they, yes. I do have a question. So they walk back to town and everything. And before we get to like, you know, the bookend part, which I really appreciate. How do you think they explained this? Uh, I mean, they told the truth, I'm sure. Like, Do you think? Uh, yeah. But, I mean, but... they would have been thought to be absolutely crazy. But, like, the yeah. cars are out there. Would there have still been bodies? Because it looked like they all just burned up in the smoke. We didn't see any aftermath. Well, I can't give you that answer without giving you things that will happen in the second one. Uh, damn it. That's fine. So... I will just leave. Do you want me to inform you, or do you want to hold off? No, I want to experience that, and that just tells you right there. Like I liked it. I normally wouldn't be like, I want to watch the sequel to this like cheesy cult status eighties. Yeah, this isn't normally Clayton's uh, (laughs) Clayton's purview. And Um, I'm just like, I want to watch Night of the Demons too. I want to see the third (laughs) one. Why can't I find it anywhere? (laughs) Yes. Um, but yeah, and then we do get a bookend because the old man that I mentioned at the beginning, who, which I didn't say, he was being, right. he had kids being a jerk and he was being a jerk too. Oh, he oh, had oh, apples wait, wait, wait. and, and uh, leave it at that until you get to the bookend to really, uh, that's what I'm at. Yeah. Don't just don't tell. He just had apples and. He gets up in the morning after Halloween and his precious wife is in the background and he's eating in the morning and she's like, oh, there weren't as many trick-or-treaters. I have made this homemade. He's like, homemade? And he had also, we saw earlier, bought razor blades to put in the apples, you know, that whole thing that supposedly happens but never happens. And she made him a concoction with apples and razor blades. And we get another really cool practical effect of the razor blades slitting his throat open and he dies. Um, and to which she kisses him and says, happy says, Halloween, dear. I know. I love <laughs> it. I love that ending. Just her sweet little lady. Happy Halloween, dear. And uh, that's the movie. So what are your final thoughts and what would you give this on a rating scale? Oh, uh, for me, this is probably 
like, do I go off letterbox scoring or my own? Um, I guess if I go in letterbox scoring, it's I have to think about it, but it's between a three and a three point five. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. It's nowhere any more than three point five, and three point five might be being slightly generous. <laughs> yeah, um, I, th- I think I gave it a three. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's a popcorn movie. Like you're just there to have fun. It's you know, like it's got some scary parts to it. Like some of it is a little bit creepy. Um, the makeup is amazing. To it, it's... <laughs> yeah, like the makeup is really cool. Um, Linnea Quigley and Amelia Kincaid steal the show. Like Angela and Suzanne are the best. Um, Judy is the worst. Yeah, Judy's Judy's not great, but I mean. The men are completely forgettable, which is funny because this is kind of misogynistic, but like the women are still the most interesting part of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, by far. Um, and it's just, it's an 80s film. Like, it ha- definitely has, I understand it's cult status. It's a lot of fun. And it's one of the few movies that, like, when even in movies where they have Halloween parties, this is one where it feels like a Halloween party. It feels like a bunch of idiots getting together, doing stupid stuff, and then, like, going to a haunted house. Like, you know? And I really enjoy that about it. I think it's I think it's a fun movie. It's a, it it's definitely a three. <laughs> I also, I'm pretty sure I gave it a three on Letterboxd without me going back to look, but I understand completely why it has a cult following. It's, uh, it was fun. You don't really have to pay attention to it. It had cool effects. It did drag a little bit at the end, but it was nice. The characters are whatever. But I like they that. are was, stereotypes, uh, not people. <laughs> I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed this. Like, very surprised because this is not generally what's up my alley. <laughs> I did think Judy was the worst, but um, at least going on to the sequels, I know Angela's in them, but I hope Judy isn't. But Judy I don't know. Them. Oh, thank God. I guess I'll find out. But yeah, I liked it. I would recommend it unless you have like a huge problem with a lot of eighties boobs and a little eighties bush and yeah. getting called. And, and <laughs> yes. And as somebody whose only word for any female character is bitch. Um, yeah. That's a, it is a little rough, but it is a lot of fun. Um, it's, yeah. it's stupid. And, one of those movies that like you can just put on in Halloween time and have some fun with it. It it leans into its stupidity and that's what I like about it. It doesn't pretend to be anything different but than what it is. Yeah. It's like very much kind of trying to be Evil Dead. And Evil Dead did it better, but we can't all be Sam Raimi, so that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Good movie. I'd give it a three, but that's not me downplaying it. That's a three coming from me for this type of movie is a high compliment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of ratings, what do you think this got on Letterboxd? 2.4. Is that shocking? What? Yeah. 23,000 23,000 people have watched and logged this on Letterboxd, and it has a 3.2. 
I was shocked when I saw that. I was just like, damn, like this movie's got a 3.2 and like some other ones, you know, have like a two point something that are masterpieces. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, wasn't, I know you did last summer was two nine. Like I would not put this below. I yeah. know you did last summer. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Three, two. Letterbox. It's a wild, wild place. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's Wait. why it's so entertaining. Do you have anything you want to leave us with before I go into socials and what we're watching next week? Uh, nope. I, that's, I've pretty much said everything I could about this movie. Uh, Linnea quickly yeah. is... <laughs> <laughs> like there's not a lot to talk about this movie doesn't have anything deep to say there's no no there's no story to like it is a slam it is a slam bam thank you ma'am um it i you i don't really have anything else to say other than yay linnea quickly <laughs> also we are definitely gonna cover return of the living dead someday because she's now been in she's been in at least two movies horror movies that have epic dance scenes in them and i feel like you need to see the other should we just do a month sometime like next year of horror movies with epic dance sequences or just movies with epic dance sequences because oh my gosh you can cover suspiria you can cover oh yeah that sounds great actually that's a yeah put it on the list time now i need to make a list (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> make a left uh, uh, the only thing I really have to add before our socials and what we're watching uh, I just recently guested on the Pod and the Pendulum podcast on an episode about 2017's Leatherface and it was really fun and you should check it out they're really cool great podcast listen to it not just my uh, wait, 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 wait can you do me one favor though can you, can, can you just say Pendulum one more time Pendulum, I know. I heard it when it came out, and I was like, I'll re-say it, and then I was like, fuck it. <laughs> pendulum? Um, what, yeah. what, what is a pendulum? <laughs> uh, pendulum is a word pronounced incorrectly. Um, the pod of yeah. pen, pendulum. pendulum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I literally, as it came out, I was like, oh, Sean's going to give me so much shit. And I'm glad you did because I would have given you shit for it. Yep. <laughs> oh, I know you. I knew Especially you. because, like, that's a word I know how to pronounce. It just yeah, came you out. You know what pendulum is. <laughs> yes, the pod and the pendulum podcast. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Check it out. My episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. Because, because I'm they, it, but I, they are I learned. Good, they're a good horror podcast. Uh, yeah, and I learned a lot about the uh, intricacies of butt stuff on Murder, She Wrote. Um, and I learned <laughs> that about how Bulgaria is probably not a place that any of them will want to go for vacation. And uh, why more movies need more tauntauns, apparently. Yes, but don't spoil it Probably all. Not. We do want them to listen to <laughs> yeah i did that recently it was fun check it out check them out really cool uh our socials you can find us on twitter at triple m pod t 
capital T, three capital M's, capital P. I am at just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U. Sean, you are at uh, Smurfs, S M U R P H, 013. We are on Letterboxd. I am also just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U. And Sean, you are at Murph the Smurf, M U R P H T H E S M U R P H. We are on Instagram, which is where we'll put like movie posters of what we're doing and have done and everything. It's cool. They're cool movie posters. I like movie posters. And it'll give you a little advanced taste of what we're doing. We have a Facebook page. Uh, it's just called Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. Oh, also our Instagram, totally forgot to say, is Triple M Pod, just like on Twitter. Triple MMM Pod. And our email, if you want to email us something long that can't be done in a tweet or a DM or something, or you just want to tell us a long life story, whatever, is Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies Pod at gmail.com. Have fun typing it out. And (laughs) yeah, that is our socials. I I just have fun typing that out. And I'm like, I do. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) I have to do it. Whenever I have to. I have to type that out far more than you do, Sean. That is true. But even when I do, I'm just like, why didn't we just name this like movies? Or something. Uh, <laughs> like, you, if, if we recall, you named it. Uh, I was just talking, and you are the one that put it together. But yes, I am the genius who came up with our name. Yes, absolute genius. I um, am smart. Ooh, well, we are forgetting something. Uh, yes, what are, what are we covering next week? Next week, we are covering... 2013's wonderful Evil Dead remake? Is it a remake? I feel like it is a remake. A, anyway, but yeah, we're it's a remake, 20... reboot, requel. I refuse to call it a requel. And... It's not a requel. <laughs> uh, the 2013 Evil Dead, the unrated cut, to be very specific, if you're really wanting to watch exactly what we're watching, and I'm really looking forward to it. That movie is gnarly. Love it. And oh, I absolutely love that movie. It's yeah, it is my one of my favorite ever reboots. Like it's done so well. Oh, it's um, one of my favorite horror movies in general. And I always show yeah. people that don't like scary movies because I'm really mean. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell and... you the story of when my mom watched it, which this is a good one. <laughs> oh, don't tell it now. N- not right uh... now. We're gonna be talking about it next week. <laughs> Yeah, I've got this. Is, this episode movie. is on the night of the demons. <laughs> yes, sort of. <laughs> and we have pretty much talked it out. <laughs> yes, and complete with tangents and everything. It's like an hour long. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next week for Evil Dead. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.